Lord of life, you give us the promise that the sinner who turns to you by doing what is right and just shall not die, shall surely live. Please hear then our prayer, for we are a people who must die, whose tomorrow may not be your gift. Deliver us from everlasting death. Fulfill our hope that we may rise to new life now and pass through the death of time to eternal life with you. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord, You say, the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair? Or rather, are, you, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sins that he has committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace in love, any participation in the Spirit, any compassion and mercy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing. Do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out not for his own interest, but also for those of others. Have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in a vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not, but afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the father's will? 
They answered the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. The story is told of an elementary school teacher who asked her students, if you had five dollars and you would ask your father for five more, how many dollars would you have? One student raised his hand and he said, five. She looked at him and she said, son, you don't know your math. And he looked at her and said, you don't know my father. (laughs) We know our Heavenly Father. We know that God can be very, very demanding. And today God asks, and the story, of course, that Jesus told uh, the Father who represents God, asked his two sons to go and work in the vineyard. Once again, the vineyard is God's gift of eternal life, of relationship with him, just as it was the case last week when we heard a story about the master going to hire workers for his vineyard, and he went out at 6, 9, noon, 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. So again, father, the father was asking, Son, I, I have a gift of eternal life for you. Go and live it. As we heard, the first one said yes, but did not, uh, or the second one said uh, yes, but did not do it. First one said no, later changed his mind. So if we had to judge only by what they said, we would say the one who said yes did the Father's will, right? But we know that saying something is not enough. We heard that he later, the one who said no, later changed his mind, realizing, what is my Father offering me? The gift of eternal life, gift of friendship, of love, of fulfillment, true fulfillment. Why would I say no to that? So he changed his mind and said yes. So what Jesus was trying then to say, of course, that those who kept saying no, 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 those who he described as tax collectors and prostitutes changed their mind because of the preaching of John the Baptist or the preaching of Jesus and started saying yes. Then those, the Pharisees, scribes, those those who were powerful, who had prestige and and fame many times, they kept saying yes, but they didn't, didn't follow up. Their good intentions were not materialized. So Jesus said, these will be beating you to the kingdom of God. Those who kept saying no, but changed to saying yes and doing that yes. So that's, that's the theme of our scripture today, doing yes. Perhaps you will remember the show, I don't know if it's still on TV, called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And there is always the question that the host asks the person, is that your final answer? And of course, this, in, the same, in the same way, it was not the final answer for the two sons. So what we see here, of course, that our final answer should always be yes to doing God's will. Now, how do we do that? In the, in the second reading, St. Paul reminded us that the attitude of Christ that is in Christ should be in us. What is our attitude towards life, towards people in our lives, in the world? Is it the same as the attitude of Christ? So he said, and made it more specific, what do we see in Jesus? Humility that leads to obedience 
And obedience leads to self-sacrificing life, life even to the point of dying on, the cro on a cross for our sins. So Jesus gave up everything, his life in heaven, and St. Paul says, became slave of all, show humility, show obedience that led him to the death on the cross. And, for, and of course, that earned us the forgiveness of sins. So again, is that our attitude of humility, of, of uh, obedience to God, to his will? That's, that, those are very inspiring words. What attitudes do we find in ourselves? What attitudes are, are good that we need to keep and let grow within us? And what ways or attitudes are bad that we need to get rid of? You know, in the first ring, we heard that the Jewish people, the chosen people, complained. God's ways are not fair, they said. Why do we have to suffer for the sins of our fathers and mothers? God said, no, our, our, my ways are not unfair. It's your way of life that brought you many disasters, loss of freedom, loss of land. It was not my way. It was your ways that were unfair. So they had to reap the consequences. So that was to open their eyes. And then the prophet, of course, say, said to them, look, if you feel that you're going down the wrong path, you can change. Your offenses will be wiped away because God sees that you're repenting, that you're changing. That you, you saying no to him is not your fin final answer, that now you want to say yes. And he said, but also the opposite is true. If somebody is living a righteous life and then start going down the wrong path, there will be consequences for that too. So what is our final answer? Every morning God asks us, go and work me in my vineyard. What do we say? Hopefully yes, and then yes, then we do that yes. Doing yes. That's the theme of our, of our scripture today, as I said. And we know how we can do it. There is a story of a little boy who was um, uh, attending a concert, uh, an opera concert. And of course, everybody was, uh, the, the whole the auditorium was packed because the, 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 there was supposed to be a f very famous tenor singing m most of the concert, most of the parts. But he fell sick. So quickly they were able to find a substitute, and it was the little boy's father who was very good. So there the boy's father stood in, on, on, on the stage singing the first piece of music. And normally it was so powerful, so beautiful, that the audience, when the uh, tenor uh, finished singing, would stand, stood up and applaud, standing ovations. But this time, when his father sang, there was nothing, nothing but silence. So the boy was sitting off to the stage in a private box, and when he, when he saw that, that silence, he stood up and yelled at the top of his voice, Daddy, you're wonderful. At that point, everybody stood up and started clapping, some even wiping tears of their eyes. The little boy acknowledged what, what the father did and gave his yes to what, what the father did. Another story is of a young man who, after finish, he finished college, he was looking forward to his first job. His father was the owner of an industrial plant, huge industrial plant, very, very powerful, had a lot of money. So this boy was looking forward to having a big office with a, with a personal assistant, six-figure salary, and many other amenities. And, you know, the father, when he showed up, the father told him, son, I want you to learn everything about our company. So you will start at the, at the very bottom, 
and you will make your way up. So he said, your first job will be, you, you will water the, the plants in all our buildings. So the son was disappointed, and the father thought, he's never going to show up for work. But he changed his mind when his son, Monday morning, showed up to, at work, and uh, he presented his father with a business card that read, plant manager. In a sense, each one of us is like a plant manager. Not that we are in charge of the whole world, but each one of us has a part to play. Sometimes we have to work our way from the bottom up, but each one of us, no, no one is excluded, each one of us has a part to plan to, in, in God's plan to make it to, fulfill, uh, to come to fulfillment. This weekend we celebrate Time and Talent Weekend, reminding us Time and talents are part of God's plan. God is inviting us, as the Father invited his two sons in the Gospel story, to go and use those, those talents, that time we have, for the well-being of our parish family, our community. So, you know, how do we respond? What will be our answer? Doing yes, let us remember that. Let us remember who we are, why, why we are here. And let us be thankful for the scripture that, that, have been offered, that has been offered to us, that challenging us to, to give the kind of answer we should give, considering and knowing what Jesus did for us. Humility, humility leads to what? Obedience and to life of fulfillment and true happiness. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.com. Dot org.